Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the podcast, Fantasy Football Time, episode 14. It is Friday, September 16th, 2022, and I am your host, Joe Wallach, and I'm doing the show solo once again. Jason Gruber is still not quite where he wants to be recovering from surgery. He really wanted to be here today. He really wanted to be part of this show, but uh, his health is important. He's still recovering, and he hopes to be back by the time uh, the week three shows come out next week. It's honestly funny. Jason is like one of the players that we talk about on this podcast. He's like, oh, he was a did not practice. He was a limited practice. He's questionable for the game. It's funny. But for those of you who don't know, Jason had a nose surgery in which he got like his sinuses widened. Um, it was It's one of those surgeries that are supposed to like eliminate allergies forever So it's one of those things where it's like he looks like he was in a bad bar fight. He's got like two swollen black eyes and a big puffy nose. Um, And it makes it just really hard for him to talk and to focus on things right now. So he's he's getting better. He's he's almost there. He's just not quite 100 percent. So I'm going to do the show solo again. But don't you worry. I have a great show coming up for you guys for episode 14. We're going to get we're going to get you guys ready for week 2. We got some news from around the NFL. We're going to get you caught up on all the latest injury reports coming from practices. I have some fringe starters. So what that segment is going to be is that I've come up with guys at each position that I think you may be on the fence about, but why I think they should be in your lineup this week, despite maybe what they did in week one or despite being potentially better options with you this week, I'm going to tell you why they should be in your lineup. And then I'm going to give you guys some defense and kicker streamers, and then we're going to answer some listener questions. So probably not going to be a full hour long podcast today, but hopefully it's helpful and hopefully it gets you guys ready to dominate in week two. So let's get into it. All right, first of all, let's talk about these injury reports coming out of team practices. Let's start with this. George Kittle, tight end for the San Francisco 49ers, was a did not practice again on Thursday with the groin injury, and he is unlikely to play again this week. In fact, I would count on you're not going to have George Kittle in your lineup once again. So if you're the George Kittle owner, a couple pivot options for you. I, I would suggest maybe looking Tyler Higby's direction. He had 11 targets last week for the Rams. He could potentially be interesting at the tight end position. And then maybe the Packers tight end Robert Tunyon could be an interesting pivot. I think most of those guys, both of those guys are widely available on your waiver wire. So if you're the George Kittle owner and you need to pick someone up, those were two guys that I would look to. Okay. This is great news. Baltimore running back J.K. Dobbins was a full participant in practice both on Wednesday and Thursday this week. He is still questionable for Sunday's game against the Miami Dolphins, but this is a good sign for J.K. Dobbins, and this is a good sign for J.K. Dobbins' fantasy owners. So the question remains, if he is active and he plays on Sunday, do you start him for fantasy? And I would say no. I would say you wait and see how he looks. And it's, it's great that he's back, and it's great that you have that option again. But the man hasn't played football in over a year. He hasn't played football since 2020, his rookie season. So I think you should keep him on your bench this week. Watch that game and see how he looks. And if he looks healthy, if he looks like he has juice and he looks fast and elusive like he did two years ago, then that's great. And you have a great running back option going forward. But I would say keep him on your bench this week. Um, You love that he's back, but he's not probably not quite where he wants to be. It takes some time to get back into game shape. So I would say bench J.K. Dobbins this week. This one's concerning. 
I don't even know how this happened. Colts wide receiver Michael Pittman Jr. did not practice Wednesday, Thursday. No, actually, he did not practice Thursday. He was a limited practice Wednesday, did not practice Thursday. So that's a bad sign. The fact that he was out there on Wednesday battling through a quad injury, and then he was downgraded to a do not practice on Thursday might mean he aggravated something during that Wednesday practice. So there was just something wrong with Michael Pittman, and he is now questionable for for Sunday's game. I don't even know how this happened. I didn't see Michael Pittman Jr. get hurt in the game on Sunday. This just kind of popped up on the injury report. So obviously not good if you're a Michael Pittman Jr. owner, not good uh, for the Colts offense as he is their probably their second best weapon outside of Jonathan Taylor. So something to monitor. He might still play Sunday. It might just be precaution, but it's definitely something you want to keep an eye out going into Sunday. And then this is actually just so weird. The Colts decided to just not practice at all today, Friday. And instead, they're doing a walkthrough. I guess uh, the reports coming out of Colts camp are saying that Wednesday and Thursday's practice were both really intense physical practice, and they just needed to give the guys uh, a Friday off. So interesting. I've never seen that happen in the NFL, but um, I think you can still play Michael Pittman, obviously, if he starts, but definitely make sure you're monitoring that quad injury. And then this one, I'm just going to label it this. The entire Buccaneers receiving room is on the injury report. And I'm not even joking. Mike Evans, Julio Jones, Chris Godwin, Russell Gage all did not practice Thursday. So we knew about Chris Godwin. We knew that he injured his hamstring in the game on Sunday. So we didn't expect him to practice this week, and he's probably going to miss the game on Sunday. But Mike Evans, Julio Jones, and Russell Gage are all also banged up, all with various injuries, knee, hamstring, all ankle. So I guess the question is, like, if all of these guys are out, I think you need to pivot away from Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady probably won't be able to get it done with a bunch of scout team wide receivers that they have to throw in there for Sunday's game. I mean, this is the entire Tampa Bay wide receiver room currently on the injury report and all did not practice Thursday. So make sure you're checking in with the injury reports coming out of Tampa Bay before Sunday's game. I think if those guys are healthy, I think they're in your lineup. Mike Evans, Julio, I think even Russell Gage is interesting this week because I I don't expect Chris Godwin to play. But I do think there's an outside chance that Mike Evans and Julio Jones both play. So make sure you're monitoring that. And if those guys are out, then I would consider pivoting away from Tom Brady to another quarterback potentially on your waivers, which we're going to talk about a little bit later because I have a few options for you. Alvin Kamara did not practice Thursday with a rib injury. Um, This is something to monitor. I think Alvin Kamara is probably going to play Sunday. This is probably just precautionary because he played through the rib injury on Sunday. So they're probably just giving him some extended time to get to get healthy. But make sure you're checking the injury report before you lock your lineup in on Sunday. DeAndre Swift, third straight missed practice. He is saying that he's going to play. He's battling through an ankle injury. He's, he's telling ESPN reporters that he's good to go. But I think he's probably out Sunday based on the fact that he has missed three straight days of practice. They're probably going to give him a week because he is their superstar running back. But if he does play, then he's obviously in your lineup. And if he misses, I think Jamal Williams is a, is a really good start as a, as a low-end running back two or a flex option. And then, okay, guys, I got to come clean here. I need to make an, a public apology to this next player, T. Higgins. 
T. Higgins, I am so sorry. And I'm so sorry to all of the listeners who have T. Higgins. I was absolutely ripping him in the last show for his two for 27 yards performance. Totally unaware that the man left the game with a concussion. Totally did that totally just escaped me. That did not pop up on my injury report. I didn't get to see every snap of every game all weekend. I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm human. I can't make that happen. But T Higgins is in concussion protocol. He is not yet ruled out for Sunday, which is great. He's making great progress. That's great. T Higgins should be in your lineup for Sunday. And if he does play, if he is active, then I believe you can absolutely start T Higgins. So T Higgins, I'm sorry. Sometimes I get it wrong. I'm not perfect all the time. And I apologize. All right. Packers wide receiver Alan Lazard resumed a limited practice. He's on track to play Sunday. That's great. That's great news for the Packers. That's great news for Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I think you can play Alan Lazard if you're maybe in a pinch or in a deeper league. Um, I think if you have better wide receiver options, then I would I would go there. But if you if you maybe have to start three wide receivers in your league or you need someone for your flex, I think Alan Lazard can be played if he does, in fact, play on Sunday. And then Zach Ertz practiced this whole week, should be good to go. So last week, if you weren't aware, Zach Ertz did play, but he was on a limited snap count and he still ended up being okay for fantasy because he had a garbage time touchdown. But Zach Ertz has practiced this whole week. He should be 100% not limited on Sunday's game. All right, that's going to do it for news from around the NFL. Let me check my injury report, hit refresh, see if I missed anything. Doesn't look like it. I'll make sure to check in again before I close the show down. But that looks like we've covered all the injuries. Make sure you guys are checking your lineups before Sunday morning and making sure all your guys are healthy. All right, we're going to get into a new segment that I'm calling Fringe Starts. And this is where I've come up with guys at each position, quarterback, running back, wide receiver, that I believe you may be on the fence about starting this week, but I think they should be in your lineup. So let's start with the quarterback position. I think you can start, I think you should start Matt Stafford this week. Matt Stafford was incredibly underwhelming last week against the Buffalo Bills, but I think this is a bounce back game for Matt Stafford. The Rams are at home against the Atlanta Falcons and are heavy favorites at nine and a half points. And last week, Jameis Winston was able to put up good numbers against this Atlanta defense, throwing for 270 yards and a couple touchdowns. And Matt Stafford is still great. Matt Stafford still has great weapons and a great offensive head coach. Guys like Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson to throw the ball to. Um, I just And I trust that Sean McVay is going to be able to figure out the problems with the offensive line and get that thing working again. Matt, Matt Stafford should be in your lineup over someone like Tom Brady this week. Tom Brady's entire wide receiver room is banged up, so I would much rather start Matt Stafford. And then I've seen some of you guys out there, and this mind boggles me. Like Carson Wentz is in people's lineups over Matt Stafford. Jameis Winston is in people's lineups over Matt Stafford. Uh, And I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't go that far. I think that's a bit of an overreaction. I think Matt Stafford is still a great quarterback. I think he's a top 12 guy this week. And I think he should be in your lineup at home against the Atlanta Falcons. Okay, for my running back fringe start, I'm choosing Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs and the Raiders play the Arizona Cardinals. And last week, the Arizona Cardinals defense looked real bad against, granted, it was the Kansas City Chiefs, but they looked 
real bad. And the Chiefs were actually very efficient at running a bo- running the ball against the Arizona Cardinals. They had three different running backs get multiple carries and all averaged over five yards a carry. In that game, the Raiders-Cardinals game this week is a 51.5 point over-under in which the Raiders are favored. So that's a lot of implied points in that game and the Raiders are favored. I like Josh Jacobs this week. Even though he only carried the ball 10 times last week, he was still a very he was still very efficient with his carries averaging 5.7 yards a carry. I think his carries go up this week and I think he does find the end zone. So I like Josh Jacobs. I think he still is as of right now the guy in Las Vegas, Zamir White, the rookie, wasn't really super involved. Josh Jacobs got the bulk of the carry. So I think he does get more targets, more touches this week, and he does get into the end zone in a high over-under game. So my pick for fringe start running back is Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs should be in your lineup, and you should play him with confidence this week. And for my wide receiver pick, I'm going with a guy that, that I think is very interesting. I'm taking Jerry Judy. I think Jerry Judy should be in your lineup this week. There are still some people struggling to start him, but this week I think you should start him with confidence. The Denver Broncos play Houston at home, and last week Matt Ryan torched the Houston secondary for 352 yards. And Jerry Judy looked great in week one. He had four catches for 102 yards and a touchdown, and it was a great touchdown. Like, if you watch that play, like, it was an underthrown pass by Russell Wilson. He went up, high-pointed the ball, came down, broke a tackle, and then just straight up turned on the burners and beat everyone on the Seattle defense. And I think there is room in this offense for two great pass catching options. Just because I'm saying start Jerry Judy doesn't mean I'm saying start Jerry Judy and don't start Cortland Sutton. No, I'm saying both of those guys can be great for fantasy. I'm not out on Cortland Sutton by any means. In fact, I've just actually been rising on Jerry Judy lately. So I think there are room for two great pass catchers in this offense. We know Russell Wilson can do that. He's done it before with DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. In fact, I think Corlin Sutton more reminds me of the DK Metcalf in terms of he's the big-bodied receiver, and Jerry Judy reminds me more of Tyler Lockett, the speed burner guy that's down the field getting open. And I think there's room for both of those guys to be great for fantasy. Maybe one of them's a high-end wide receiver one, and one of them's a high-end wide receiver too. But I think Jerry Judy should be in your lineup this week for the Denver Broncos as they play the Houston Texans at home. And then if you tuned into Tuesday's show, then you already heard my tight end start. And that was Gerald Everett who played last night against the Kansas City Chiefs. And I brought him up on the Tuesday show because I thought he would get a lot of the Keenan Allen targets that were because Keenan Allen missed the game last night. And Gerald Everett ended up being pretty solid for fantasy scoring over 10 points in a half PPR league. So hopefully you listened to Tuesday's show and hopefully you started Gerald Everett last night. Okay, and then I texted Jason. Hey, Jason, can you get me three fringe starts and I'll bring them up on the show? So I'll bring up Jason's picks. So if you don't like any of my picks, maybe you like Jason's picks. Now, I don't have all of Jason's analysis behind his picks, but I'll go ahead and give you the names. Jason thinks you should be starting Derek Carr this week. And I think I agree with him because of what I said about that Raiders game. Raiders play the Cardinals in a high over-under game. I think there's going to be a lot of points in that game. So I think Derek Carr is a good start. And I would start Derek Carr this week over, probably over Tom Brady, over Carson Wentz, over Jameis, and some of those other guys. And then Jason's running back fringe start is Melvin Gordon. 
Jason, I, I think I agree with you, but at the same time, Jason, you know I'm super high on Javante Williams, and I think Javante Williams is the guy. But Jason's right in that both of them were involved last week for Denver. Both Melvin and Javante were involved in the running game and the passing game for Denver last week. And they play Houston, who just got torched on the ground by Jonathan Taylor and the Indianapolis Colts. So I think, unfortunately, Jason, you're probably right that both Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams are good starts this week. And then at the wide receiver position, Jason chose Jalen Waddle. Jason thinks Jalen Waddle should be in your lineup this week. And I agree with him. And I don't think most people were going to bench Jalen Waddle. I think very similarly about Jalen Waddle as I do to Jerry Judy, except I have maybe less confidence in the quarterback. But I do think there's room for two great pass catching options on Miami with Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. So I agree. I think you can start Jalen Waddle. I think he might get in the end zone and hopefully have a good game for you. And then lastly, I'll give you guys one defense streamer option and one kicker streamer option who I would start from the waivers if you need to if you need to pick someone up off the waivers to start for defense I would choose the Cincinnati Bengals the Cincinnati Bengals are only rostered in 43 percent of sleeper leagues right now and they play against the Dallas Cowboys who are rolling out a backup quarterback in Cooper Rush the Cincinnati Bengals should be a smash play the Bengals are heavily favored in that game at seven and a half points and a low over under at 42 and a half points. So that is not a lot of implied points for the Dallas Cowboys. I expect the Cincinnati Bengals to rack up a few sacks, maybe get a turnover to bank on Cooper Rush, throwing an interception or two, get a fumble. I think the Cincinnati Bengals are a smash play for a defensive streamer option and they're widely available in over half of sleeper leagues. And for my kicker streamer, I'm choosing Packers kicker Mason Crosby, otherwise known as Mason Crossbar. But I think in this matchup, he's going to do nothing but put the ball through the uprights. The Packers are heavily favored against the Chicago Bears, and Green Bay should be able to move the ball at ease against Chicago. But at the same time, I think Chicago may have just a good enough defense to be able to stop them in the red zone a couple times and force a couple field goals. And here's a fun fact for you. I know you need those kicker stats in your life. Mason Crosby has not missed a field goal against the Bears since 2017. He's 100% since 2017 against the Chicago Bears. So I think Mason Crosby is a smash start for your kicker spot in your fantasy lineup. All right, I have a handful of listener questions that I got submitted from our various social medias that I want to get to before we close down the show. I want to start with this. I got one from TikTok by a man named Cruz. He has a start sick question for me. He says, okay, Joe, DK Metcalf, Curtis Samuel, Rashad Penny, or Hunter Renfro? So I'm assuming, Cruz, you need to start one of these guys and then bench three of these guys. So let me reread those names. DK Metcalf, Curtis Samuel, Rashad Penny, or Hunter Renfro? Man, this is tough. I I think I would still lead DK Metcalf. I think DK Metcalf, mainly because I would struggle to bench him and then lose with DK Metcalf going off on my bench. So I think if you watch Seattle last week, obviously Geno Smith is a downgrade from Russell Wilson, but DK Metcalf was still heavily targeted. He had seven catches. He caught uh, 100% of the balls thrown to him. And all it takes is that man 
for one catch and he can break it to the end zone. So I think you should still start DK Metcalf. I know Curtis Samuel was great last week, but um, I don't think Curtis Samuel's even the one on his team. I think it's still Terry McLaurin. Um, Rashad Penny, I think all I think always you should be able to start a wide receiver in your flex over a running back. And then Hunter Renfro, just too many, too many questions right now for Hunter Renfro. So I think DK Metcalf is the best choice to start your flex. So hopefully that helps, Cruz. And then on TikTok from Burger Flipper, man, I love a good burger. That sounds amazing. He asks, this is a trade question. Joe, should I trade away Aaron Rodgers and Saquon Barkley? For DeAndre Swift, Javante Williams, and Tom Brady. Ooh, those are some big names in that trade. Okay, let's break this down a little bit. So he he's trading away Aaron Rodgers and Saquon Barkley for DeAndre Swift, Javante, and Tom Brady. I think, Burger Flipper, I like the DeAndre Swift, Javante, Tom Brady side of that trade. So I think I would do that trade if I were you. I know people are a little bit worried about DeAndre Swift, the ankle injury. But he's been talking to ESPN reporters at practice all week saying that he's good to go. So I think regardless of he, even if he misses this weekend's game, that ankle injury is not a long-term injury and he should be fine. And I'm high on Javante Williams. You guys know this. He's on my first team all Joe. Javante, I still think, is going to eventually break away from Melvin Gordon and be the guy in Denver. And then Tom Brady. I think Tom Brady might have a bad week this week without all of his pass-catching options but it's still Tom Brady. He's still going to be great for fantasy. And I I don't think Aaron Rodgers is an upgrade over Tom Brady. So I think I would have no problem doing that trade. I would take the two really good running backs plus Tom Brady for Aaron Rodgers and Saquon Barkley. On Instagram from Nick, this is a start sit question. (laughs) Greg Dorch or Naeem Hines? All right, Nick, you must be playing in a really deep league to where you need to start Greg Dorch or Naeem Hines. So for those of you who don't know, Greg Dorch is a wide receiver for the Minnesota Vikings, and Naeem Hines is the backup running back for the Colts. So, Nick, I think I would have you start Naeem Hines in this matchup. I know what I just said about starting wide receivers over running backs, but I think Naeem Hines... In a matchup against the Jacksonville Jaguars, he could see a bunch of targets, could see a bunch of checkdowns, and he has a chance at getting into the end zone. Naeem Hines wasn't bad for fantasy last week. I think he had over eight points. So in any sort of PPR format, I think Naeem Hines is a pretty safe start in your flex. So hopefully that helps. And then on TikTok from Jonas, would you trade, so this is a trade question, Joe, would you trade Clyde Edwards-Alaire for Hollywood Brown? if Clyde Edwards-Alaire is your third running back on your roster. Okay, Jonas, would I trade Clyde for Hollywood Brown? Um, Yes, if Clyde is your third running back on your roster, I would trade him for Hollywood Brown. I think, yeah, I know Clyde's been, been pretty solid for fantasy so far this year, but I've been burned so many times by Clyde Edwards-Alaire in the past. I just don't trust the Chiefs to stick with one Every down running back, I think they're going to rotate Jarek McKinnon and Isaiah Pacheco in that offense a decent amount. And I think Hollywood Brown is going to be the guy, at least until week seven when DeAndre Hopkins returns. So I like Hollywood Brown. I think he's he's going to be a really safe wide receiver two option with upside to be a wide receiver one with Kyler Murray in that offense. So Jonas, I would, I would trade Clyde Edwards-Alaire for Hollywood Brown, especially if Clyde is the third running back on your roster. And then on Twitter 
from Randy. Joe, which game are you most excited to watch this weekend outside of the Colts game? Well, thanks, Randy, for knowing that I am an Indianapolis Colts fan. And guys, you may not know this, but the Indianapolis Colts have had the best start to a season since Andrew Luck was their quarterback with that week one tie. Yes, that's right. We have started with a loss pretty much every year for the last five years. So good to come out with a tie against the Houston Texans. Yes, I'm pumping up a tie against the Houston Texans. Anyway, Randy, back to your question. Which game am I most excited to watch this weekend outside of the Colts game? I Let me look at the schedule. I'm looking at the schedule. Um, I would pick the Minnesota Vikings at the Philadelphia Eagles. That Monday night game actually looks pretty juicy, especially for fantasy football. That's a 50.5 point over under in which the Eagles are favored at home by a point and a half. That, that's projected to be a high-scoring, close game. Lots of really good offensive pieces in that game with the Vikings having Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen, then the Eagles with Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. There's, a, there's potential for a lot of fireworks in that game. And it's the Monday night game. I'm, I'm home on Monday nights. I'm hanging out. I'm watching football. That sounds like a good time, and that sounds like a good game to tune into. So that would be my answer for that question, Randy. Now, if you're sitting on the other end of this podcast and you're wondering, how the heck do I get my question answered live on the show? That sounds like a really fun experience. You would be right. But to answer that question, you got to be following us on social media at FFTimePod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. That's where I'm asking for listener questions. That's where I'm asking you guys to submit your start sit questions and your trade questions. And I'll even respond to them. I've been spending time every day just responding to comments on our social media, helping you guys with your start sits and your trade questions. In fact, our TikTok is getting so big right now that I actually had my first piece of criticism as a quote-unquote football analyst. I had a guy comment to me on TikTok yesterday saying, real good insight here, shake my head. You know what, man? Thanks for tuning into the show. Still love you. Still appreciate the support. And I'm always here to provide great insight. That's why I'm here. That's why I do this show, is to help you guys win your league. So I think that's going to do it. Let me check Sleeper one more time to make sure if I missed any pieces of news. Guys, I apologize again for the shorter shows. When Jason comes back, we'll be back to to the longer 45-plus minute episodes. But this is just a lot for me to do solo. So I'm going to try to keep cutting it a little bit short. If you guys want to wish Jason a speedy recovery, I'm going to link his personal social media in the description. I'm sure he'd feel very loved and very cared for it if you just reached out a comment to him or a DM saying, hey man, get well soon. You need to come back to the show because Joe is struggling without you. And he would be right. I can't do a solo show. This isn't as much fun talking to a computer monitor as it is looking at the other side of the desk at my partner in crime, Jason Gruber, and being able to give him a great nickname. And in fact, I even missed the time machine. I missed Time Squad Studio in Jason's basement. I've just been recording these at my office and it's boring. It's it's bland. I miss having Jason back. So Jason, get well soon. So if you guys want to reach out, comment to him, wish him a speedy recovery. I'm sure he would care for that. All right, guys, that is going to do it for episode 14 of Fantasy Football Time Podcast. I hope you have a great rest of your weekend. Enjoy some good football, both college and NFL. I hope you start off 
2-0 in your fantasy season, and I hope you continue to tune into the podcast as we help you on your road to winning fantasy championships. So have a great weekend, guys. Goodbye, and God bless.